0: welcome in the latest episode of that sec podcast brought to you by twisted tea and my bookie you probably both pulled their sponsorships after seeing this video but i'm your host uh, michael bratton go by sec mike and i'm here with cousin shane a big orange balls on twitter what's up brother
1: Hey, buddy, what's going on?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, as always, let us know if you can see us. Let us know if you can hear us, because we literally never know when we go live on yeah. these things. But uh, I imagine people are laughing too hard to actually type <laughs> and let us know that they can hear us or see us as we are. If you're just listening to this and not watching live, we are, uh, as Nima says, two Tennessee plumbers turned two clowns. Come on now. We have upgraded. Oh, Wait no downgrade down definitely downgraded, downgraded. William yeah. says uh that beer is necessary tonight <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it's probably gonna smudge the
1: makeup I was just starting to debate on how to drink this thing but yep yeah you know what it
0: can't look any worse than yours Mike <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's get a let's get a zoom in here this is uh I tried my best. I, I didn't get enough paint, and clearly I've never done this before, but it it looks pretty awful. Let's get a shot of Shane. Shane looks fantastic right there.
1: Look at that. <laughs> Obviously, one of us has a teenage daughter, and one of us doesn't.
0: You know?
1: <laughs> this was right in her wheelhouse. She couldn't wait to put this makeup on. I've been wearing it since 4 o'clock. So, uh, but I, I didn't think about it going, again, out in public, not being quite Halloween. You know, We're getting close, but... Uh, so I had the visor down and everything. Cause I had to go drive a little bit. Uh, but yeah, any rate, brother, it was, uh, it was a wild weekend. It was a sad weekend for some. It was a, it was a happy weekend for others that continues when they see you and me in these damn clown outfits, Mike, because buddy, one, I, I mean, I am sorry. I'm sorry. Texas A&M. I, I tried to do the, the second. You know, the second whammy, maybe help you guys out. Thought yeah. we had it there for a minute. Mizzou fans, I feel you. You know, now, now remember, a lot of people were quick to say, Shane, you know, you said we're going to go undefeated. I didn't say undefeated. I said 10 wins, like optimism. When we are doing an optimism show, 10 wins. You still can get that. But damn, <laughs> you guys blew that one.
0: What? (laughs) Shane looks like a hot dog with too much ketchup. (laughs) Uh, Marty gave us five bucks. Appreciate you, Marty. He Mm. says, As an ag, I knew we would lose at half with Jimbo's comments. Seven point lead, absolute bitch attitude in the yeah. second half yeah we'll get it where is is that the game uh, we almost have to start with yeah, that,
1: i, I right. believe so yeah
0: i think that's the one because clearly we're wearing these damn get, this I mean, damn get up so yeah i mean these georgia fans are gonna get mad shane but we, we have to yeah. since we were so bold and so bombastic here that a&m especially me was gonna whoop alabama shane so yeah uh god all right i'm, I'm trying to trying to collect my thoughts here shane mm. Uh, what do you got here? Mm. I'm sorry. Let's let's start with you. I'd... Well,
1: I you know, it's 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 so funny in games like this, Mike, I find myself wondering, am I impressed with one team or am I disappointed in another? Yeah, you know, and, and it felt like that's what we had in this game. And I think you could take pieces of. From both programs, m- mainly, I'm g- I'm just going to lead with this. If I'm giving MVPs, I'm giving it to that front four of Alabama. Oh, my God, they lived in the backfield this entire game. I mean, I can't I, – I don't know how many times Johnson th- had to throw off his back foot. Yeah. You know, when the game really came down to crunch time, they're the ones that came through getting the safety – you know, uh, so kudos. Uh, a lot of people this day and age, they want to talk about offense and the high flying and all the good stuff like that. But, buddy, this game was won by Alabama's defense. I don't care what she said. Now, now, Bama fans, they're, they're probably upset because I haven't mentioned Jalen yet. Did Jalen have a good game? Absolutely. I think this is his best game of the year. I don't think it was quite a breakout game. But, uh, you know, I could say that this showed promise you know, because prior to the season starting I was convinced that Alabama was gonna win the West, you know, so yeah, but after a couple of games I had my my doubts. Obviously me picking Texas A and M. I just thought, hey, Texas A and M will rise, simply contain Jalen and we're gonna be able to, and you'll be able to win this game. But it did not play out that way, brother. Alabama I, I know we give them a hard time, especially you, Mike. Uh, but I am telling you right <laughs> never, now, brother, never. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I, the play calling, you know, even the offensive coordinator, you know, as much shit as we've given him this entire season, there was some, it's like they played finally to Jalen's strengths. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why we started getting a little bit more production on that side of the ball and damn Texas A&M had shots. They had opportunities, but, uh,
0: just couldn't another couldn't complete the game. Wait, all right, so I just want to get this clear, Shane. Yeah. Because I didn't want to be the one to say it. Are you suggesting that Alabama didn't win the game that A&M gave it away? It's specifically Jimbo Fisher. listen, listen.
1: We all know that fourth down was bullshit, <laughs> you, know? you know? I mean, obviously, there there was some moments in this game, some clock management things that are clearly on the shoulders of Jimbo Fisher. Mm-hmm. And to act like it's not, it, you're lying to yourself. But to say that one team was better than the other, it just didn't perform, I, I'm not saying that. I really do think that this was an even dog match. And different, again, different sides of it, but it came down to that damn defense, brother. It came down that defense. It came down to coaching and the fact that Alabama seemed to be the only one to make halftime adjustments.
0: Well, yeah, well they're the only staff capable apparently of making halftime adjustments. So let me get into it. Shane. I got <laughs> yeah, a lot on my I chest yeah. I
1: wanted to get all my words out there because I yeah. knew Mike had a had a thing. Well, we
0: didn't even we didn't even get to okay. the final. So I, yeah. I apologize. I was shuffling my notes here. Alabama wins twenty six twenty on the road. Mm-hmm. Alabama had minus thirteen rushing yards at halftime. Yeah. Bama had fourteen penalties for ninety nine yards and two turnovers. Yeah. And then this damn Jimbo Fisher, Shane. I blame you, Jimbo, for this damn clown outfit. It's not what I said. It's it was Jimbo Fisher, Shane. I mean, this is ridiculous. End of the first half. Uh, um, there was a minute twenty six left. They sacked Jalen Milrow. Let's call timeout. Let's we got to force the issue. You can't play scared against Alabama, particularly at home. Yeah. I mean, this is garbage. What are, Max Johnson? There's no drop off. I right. mean, hell, even Jimbo says that. Well, he didn't act like it. You you got to call timeout, you get the ball back with 90 seconds left, and you make them run at it. And I'm not saying you're going to score a touchdown, but maybe you get a field goal. I mean, three points would have yeah, been huge in right. this game. Uh, they punted it on fourth and one. Oof. Pivotal point in the game. What's he say after? I mean, I had to double check. I thought this was a damn joke. He said, well, we ran it on third and two. If it was closer in fourth and one, I would have like, – Get the hell out of here! If if you cannot pick up one yard, you do not deserve to win. You shouldn't be playing in this conference. We got to fire this damn That's bozo. Like.
1: Get, I'm sorry. Wait, I'm not done yet. <laughs> I'm not done here. Shane,
0: he took a timeout late in the game mm-hmm. on like the two yard line, right? And kicked a damn field goal, which left him with two timeouts. With Two minutes left. Right. They could have had three timeouts. All you got to do is if you're going to kick field goal, run the damn field goal unit out there. Yeah. Kick the field Why the hell are you taking a timeout to kick a field goal? When it's and then you kick an onside, which had no prayer. Two timeouts. To, you you should have had three timeouts there. Yeah. But Jimbo blew it again. He's god awful. We got to get rid of this this dumbass, Shane. He hired Bobby Petrino to fix the quarterbacks, fix the play calling. All of a sudden a m has got an offense. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do anything with the defense. Jimbo needs to hire him someone to do game management, timeouts, manage the clock, run the team. What the hell is his job? I don't know what it is, but he's holding us back here. Jimbo's awful, and uh, it, it's, it pissed me off, Shane, because again, Bam, Bama had all these penalties, yeah. two turnovers. J- you're right, Jalen Merrill, let's give him credit, 21 of 33, 322 one yards three touchdowns yeah he was impressive but their best player was Jermaine Burton oh without he, they, a doubt. Cu- they couldn't yeah. even guard his him nine catches 197 yards two touchdowns so credit to those guys but no I am putting this on Jimbo who's an even bigger clown than me Shane and if he's got any gets he'll show up to the Monday press conference just like this but he won't <laughs> he won't do it you know what no, fast talking Jimbo is going to be like, well, if we would have connected on a couple of these, we would have won the
1: game. We're we're close. Six years, we're almost there, you know. <sighs> no, I, I'm I'm with you, and and obviously, I think you would be frustrated if you're an Aggie fan for a lot of reasons in this game. You mentioned the fourth down one. That one, that one, that one kind of hurt, man. That just that that should hurt that offensive lines feelings. That should hurt that. You know, running backs feelings that should hurt the, all the fans saying, "Hey, we cannot get one yard on these guys." That's just where we were, and we. I would rather punt it for a net. What was that? Thirty yard, twenty yards at the most, because I think it went. The punt went out of the end zone, so mm. it was. It was a stupid call. Obviously, it was. It had no guts to it. It had no backbone to it, but. You know, but and, uh, I think Gary, Gary, that's the one that drove me nuts, is like he's trying to tell us how that was a smart decision, and that's why he makes <laughs> millions of dollars. And I'm like, no, he makes millions of dollars to win fucking football games, Mike, and that's not right. what he's doing down there. We so So we tip our hat to Miami, which – Apparently they're not that good, uh, you know. That's a whole different. I'm glad, I'm glad we don't cover them bastards, but they've been all over my news feed. You know what I'm saying? Georgia Tech, the yep. team that Ole Miss beat the shit out of, is 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 now you know beating up on Miami. So now we ask ourselves: Is Texas A&M that good? Is that? I mean, that's that's all we're doing is just a bunch of comparison. But you know, in this matchup, in this game, I thought there was going to be a moment when the Aggies just took it away and. They didn't, they, 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 for some reason didn't change anything. They just thought the same recipe was going to work throughout the entire game. And then Alabama kudos to them. You mentioned Jermaine, hell of a game. Uh, this coaching staff again. I'm I'm crowning the the entire defense. Yeah. Uh, they when they needed them, they they were able to get some uh, some pivotal turnovers and yep. you
0: know got uh, a bow up.
1: Yeah. I was just I mean, just that's, a that's fantastic critical.
0: performance. Yeah, and like and to your point, Shane. Uh, first half, A and M led uh, 17-10 at halftime, and then second half just dominated by Alabama sixteen to three. Just complete and utter domination. That's a credit to to Nick Saban and his staff making the adjustments at Jimbo and company that don't have any damn idea on uh, how to make halftime adjustments. Apparently, the red zone is what killed A and M too. Four yeah. red zone trips, you come away with thirteen points. Yeah, I guess Alabama, you gotta convert those. Yeah, Bama had two red zone trips. They got fourteen points out of it. That's what you gotta do in this league. Win on the road. They made the plays. A and M didn't. Both of
1: which were th- third and long. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. wasn't like they were one yard out, needed to get a first down here. I think one was third and nine. Maybe they're both third and nine. I can't remember right off top hand, but you know they create. That's pivotal plays. They 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 again they screwed up. The one guy that's having all this production. They for some reason we can't guard
0: him in the red zone. Right and uh shane i'm just so mad but i'm also i want to give some credit to (laughs) a couple more players shane special teams players of the week yeah i'm giving co i'm giving two yeah alabama kicker will reichert slash punter he only hit one field goal but he hadn't missed since last year but that's that's it right there shane he had to come in because the punter got hurt four punts 165 yards that's that's a big-time player stepping up when your team needs you. And Chris Braswell, the linebacker, he's the one that blocked the field goal. Yeah. Should have returned it for a touchdown, but there was – I didn't like that call on Dallas Turner. I didn't think that was a, a, a illegal block. But uh, either way, when he blocked that, that that took all the momentum out of AM. and that, And you just knew Alabama was going to win yeah. at that point after he blocked that kick. So two big-time plays made by Alabama special teams. Uh, Braswell and Reichert, co-special teams – players of the week. But uh, how about some voicemail, Shane? We got some <laughs> some good ones this week. We got some Bamba ones. Mhm. Let's let's kick it over. This this guy, this was great. He didn't give us a name unfortunately, but this may be the call of the week right here we'd like to welcome you to the circus tonight where there's a new clown in town, his name is s c c Mike. and he's got lots of new tricks for you including some major mistakes, some jumbo mistakes <laughs> that was a great one and then we have, we have one more. Calling out Cousin Shane for his latest lock of the week failure. When I heard Cousin
1: Shane pick the Aggies to win the game this week, I was already
0: celebrating. Roll Tide.
1: Mm, That's hurtful, Shane. That cuts deep, man. That cuts deep. (laughs) You know, it's funny because earlier, I don't know if anybody saw it on X or Twitter or whatever they call it these days. Uh, I, I sent my wife a text this morning, and I asked her if she would swing by the local Walmart mm-hmm. and pick up some clown paint and you know maybe a clown wig. And of course, I didn't want to have to explain, so I just put out there real quick. I lost another bet, and she says, we can't afford you. To keep losing these bets, <laughs> uh, I mean, we're buying vats of mayonnaise, we're buying blister uh, treatments, you know, for the feet, you know, and now, now we got a damn clown outfit. You're right, I'm one for ten on my locks. I mean, I've got one correct, yep, and I've got ten wrong. And if you are not on my bookie, fading me. Oh my god, what are you doing? Somebody should send me a damn Christmas gift. I should I should start getting more Christmas <laughs> gifts because I'm going broke so that you guys I'm falling on the grenade for you here. <laughs> and and I feel bad because you know, I I in my in my heart. I really felt like Texas A&M matched well with Alabama. Obviously, I'm not the numbers guy clearly. Look at the face paint here. But I knew in my heart That Texas A&M was going to win this game. I just knew it. I knew they were going to stop Jalen. I knew the way this offense was was producing. They got two of the best, maybe even three of the best receivers, which they had so much trouble getting involved in this game. It, It almost blew. You know, I watch a game like Mizzou, and and you see Luther, which we're going to get to here in a minute, but they make they make plays just for him. You know, and it feels like sometimes we don't do that in Texas A&M when you've got dudes, you got Smith is a nice is is a utility knife that should be in the backfield that should be doing more sweeps that should if you can't throw him the ball because you're under pressure. Find ways to stretch the field. So I, I, I get it. We we want to play Jimbo, but there was a whole bunch of coaching staff that made mistakes here. Oh, yeah. mainly that offensive line. Yep. That again, I'm looking at four against six, sometimes four against seven, and they're still getting to my quarterback. That's a problem, Mike.
0: Yep. Neman says, uh, cousin Shane, you're gonna have to pick up more night shifts to pay off somebody's <laughs> debts over <laughs> here.
1: So <laughs> How do you think I got this outfit? You
0: know, I just finished uh, a. a Never. Uh, never, 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 never. I need more beer. Okay, I can't. I can't even uh, that game anymore, Shane. Let's get to Georgia. This oh is yeah. where I, This is where I thought we'd start, Shane. Georgia, Georgia's Georgia. Crown them. That's another thing I got wrong. I've <clears> been <throat> getting a, a lot of things wrong. Georgia wins fifty-one to thirteen over Kentucky. Co offensive player. I, I got to give Co again. So many good players. Carson Beck, brother. Yeah. 28 of 35, 389 passing yards, four touchdowns, one entered. He started 12 for 12, Shane. Mm-hmm. He became... Oh, this is according to uh, ESPN Stats and Info. How about this stat, Shane? Beck became the only the third SEC quarterback ever over the last 10 years to throw four touchdowns and complete 85% of his passes. Mm. Two has done it twice, and Bryce Young is also the other. Yeah. but. They didn't do it against SEC teams, and, and Carson Beck did. Yeah. So this was a coming-out party for them dogs, coming-out party for Carson. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky had no answers, Shane. Here, here's their drive chart for Georgia. Touchdown, 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 field goal, touchdown, field goal, interception, field goal, touchdown, one punt, and then touchdown. They were up 34-7 at halftime. They scored on all six of their possessions. Kentucky had no answers. They were outclassed. They were outmanned. Out-talented, and you cannot better get them dogs oh. at night because they'll, they'll get you. No.
1: This this game, you know, we need – we, when I say we, as a Kentucky, needed to take the noise out. We needed to stay on the field. I could see that was the game plan, was to take these long drives, yeah. keep the ball as long as possible. You noticed it. They were draining the, the, the play cock, clock. But I will say this, brother, with Kentucky – It was always something. There was either a bad pass, a bad drop, Mm -hmm. a bad stupid penalty. You know, it was something uh, offensive line did something stupid. It was always some one thing that just ended the drive over and over again. So it wasn't just like one problem. It was a multitude of problems. Now there'll be, you know, six, seven good plays. And then all of a sudden when it's crunch time, it's third down and you need it. They found a way to screw it up. So this game I, I think is a little skewed because of that. Because on the other side, and something we talked about going into to these Saturday matchups was it was at the tail end of the show, and we didn't want to talk about it. But I said, what if Georgia puts together a complete game? And we both agreed that it would be an absolute bloodbath. And that's exactly what the reigning national champs did this week, Mike. They reminded the entire country, the ones that have been putting them down, saying they don't belong in that number one spot. Who would say such a thing? I don't know. Idiots on fine bomb. But I'm telling you right now, Mike, (laughs) they belong there. And they showed us why.
0: Mm. And you... Are you ready to declare it? I mean, I th- hell, I think you already did. Yeah, basically. but I'm all G- on the Georgia wagon. Just going to
1: win the national championship. The, I'm looking at that. You got their schedule pulled up. Yes, I'm sir, looking I'll pull at it. Up it. Right here. Of, course, of course, I love the Volunteers, and in my pipe dream, I want to think that that's a scenario.
0: But other than Ole Miss, what other obstacle is in their way? All right, here's the schedule at Vanderbilt. Yep, yeah. and keep in mind. This is uh, eight games in eight weeks for Vanderbilt. Yeah. Who in the hell are they pissed off? You get... could send
1: half the team to that game.
0: You know what I'm saying? And you're still hanging fifty on them. <laughs> All right, and then Florida in uh-huh. Jacksonville, yeah. Mizzou at home, yep. Ole Miss at home mm-hmm. at Tennessee mm-hmm. at Georgia Tech. Yeah, I don't see it. I don't see any. I mean, I, I,
1: again, even Ole Miss, I've got to convince you for ten minutes that they have an opportunity to win, playing like they did Saturday. You know, that was one of the things, the knock on Georgia was the disrespect on Beck, which he put out in on Instagram or one of those social medias. You know, that was his thing after the game. Yeah. And a lot of people disrespected him. I disrespected him. I mean, he wasn't on top of our quarterback list. You know what I'm saying? We put him up the list because of all the talent that was around him. Brother Beck was playing, man. I mean, he was – there was a couple – they probably could have scored more if, if Brock didn't drop that one in the end zone, you know. it's it's right. just, this This was – a wild, I mean, just a wonderful game if you're a Georgia fan. And I think it was the reassurance you need that, okay, the last two years wasn't the last two years. You know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. they they have a true opportunity
0: to win their national championship. So the number one thing in the comments, Shane, and you don't have to do this, of course. You're, you're your own man. You get to do pick whatever you want. Yeah. But they are all begging you, Shane, use your powers for good. Yeah, lock up them dogs, week in or week out. Give the rest of the country. So, well, of course, the dogs are saying, "Please, God, don't do it." But <laughs> the rest of the SEC is just begging you to to lock up them dogs, Shane. How about you know who, who we need to lock up is old Devin Leary. Oh my God, ten of yeah. ten of twenty six, hundred twenty eight yards. He did have two touchdowns, but it was just miss after miss after miss. Mm-hmm. And hey, I you know I don't like to call guys out, but it, I mean it is what it is. He's yeah. he's playing poorly. And this is what we said. It, this is a game he's got to take over. Yeah. And instead of taking over, he went. He, he's even more inaccurate. I feel yeah. like than he had been all season. And if if he does not correct these issues, let's let's pull up their schedule, brother. If if he cannot correct these issues, <laughs> uh, I mean, look what Kentucky's got. M- Mizzou coming to town. That yeah. ain't easy. Tennessee's coming to town. At Mississippi State, you should be able to beat them. Alabama's coming to town. Yeah. At South Carolina, that's not going to be easy. And then, hell, Louisville. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen it, Shane, with their new coach, Brom. They're undefeated. They just yeah. beat top 10 Notre Dame. Right. I mean, they could lose all these. Ga- I'm not saying they will, but they could. Yeah. Aside from, well, even Mississippi State's on the road. There's not a gimme among their schedule, particularly no. if, if Leary is keep, if he's just going to be missing wide open targets. Yeah.
1: It reminds me of those cars you buy off Facebook, you know? It's like they look good. The picture looked good. Probably seen a commercial with that vehicle, but you didn't get that Carfax report. You know what I'm saying? Find out that thing was flooded down in Charleston four years ago. <laughs> it's got wiring <laughs> issues. The windows don't work. You know what I'm saying? You can trust the photos only so much, but right. we're how many weeks in, and we're still making excuses on on the develop. I mean, they even did it in the, in the simulcast there. It was like, well, you got a new coordinator, new players, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Brother, come on now. It's still it still boils down to this is college football, something a sport that you've been playing your entire life. And when he did throw a, a dialed in pass, brother, it was a drop. Again, something that um what's his name? Nick was talking about. All them drops. Yep. Buddy, they they continue. You could not afford to have any drops in this game. And like I said, in in Pivotal third downs and, you know, long yard situations, opportunities to to put points on
0: the board, we had a drop. Or we had a bad ball. It was one or two, but the dance ain't working, brother. Right. And uh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Lawson, shout out Jeffrey. He wants to know, Shane, uh, do you guys also work kids' birthdays? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's, bu- it's funny cuz I'm so- not I'm not panicking
1: on Kentucky. Okay? It's easy to look at the scoreboard and the box score and say, "Oh my god,
0: Kentucky's." I'm panicking, Shane. No. Nah, nah. I th- I think Florida may be awful.
1: You know one stat I that's saw they, That's the only
0: team I, they beat. I want to give this kid a
1: a shout out cuz he put it out there. Of course, he may have stole it from somebody. Yeah. But I didn't know this. They said and and, and you may correct me if I'm wrong, but in the last 10 years Uh Mark Stoops has only beaten two teams that finished with winning records. Is that true? I think he
0: said in the SEC. In the SEC, right. Uh, And apparently that is true, Shane. And that's why the grade says he's a C-plus coach. Mm -hmm. Because rarely does he beat. Now, Kentucky fan will say, you don't know what Kentucky was 10 years ago. But if we're talking about a coach in year 11, about what he inherited... Yeah, we got a real problem, and that's not to say Mark Stoops is trash or anything like that. But he's just, you know, they very rarely beat a team that out recruits them. Yeah, and typically when he does, he turns around and drops one to someone that recruits better, so worse than than Kentucky. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a that's a fair statement that uh, we're in year eleven, and again, I'm. It, you know, a lot of teams would take Mark Stoops, yeah, and the success he's had. So I'm not calling that out, but it it just kind of feels like they are who they are, right? And anytime it gets spotlight like this, they they fall flat. We convince ourselves
1: every I don't know if you have, but at least I have the the last two, three, four years, yeah, that Kentucky is always in the running for that second best team in the SEC East. It just feels like we keep saying that narrative over and over again. And buddy, uh, you're watching the Florida game. You're like, "We're they're here." That they, this is. I mean, me and you were we were on on cloud nine with these guys. They came out with a great game plan. Mm-hmm. You know, they were running all over them, and they they were even attacking the strengths of the Florida Gators, which we thought that would just continue over here. Right. Um, but it is different when you're on the road. You know, I mean, kudos to the the Bulldog fans. They were there, and they were rowdy. Uh, But it just seemed like they never really had an
0: opportunity in this game. Right. And we got another great call here, Shane. God, ever since Shane jumped on the bandwagon, he's got these dogs scared. How about them damn dogs, son?
1: Mike, I saw you. I saw you tweet out about Cousin Shane, you know, getting on the the Bulldog bandwagon. And, man, what I got to say to that is, Shane, don't touch that shit with a 10-foot pole, son. We finally get something rolling, and I need you to just take a step back. Take 10 steps back. Man, I appreciate what y'all do. I love the show. But, again, go dogs. And, Shane, if you're down for the dressing up like the Spock Squad bet for the uh vols dogs game 21 points i spot you man let me know go dogs
0: stay away from <laughs> in dogs shane how about them dogs
1: <laughs> <laughs> they are freaking out i don't think i've locked them down this year now that i'm well obviously i'm not you know because yeah. they're undefeated
0: so maybe it is time <laughs> They're saying, Shane can't walk backwards, son. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> All right, uh, I know one team. It's going to break your heart, Shane. Oh, man. LSU goes into Como, beats yeah. Missouri 49-39. The game was a lot closer than that. Pick six, uh, the closing moments there. But here's my other co-offensive player of the week, Shane. Jade Daniels, 15-21, mm-hmm. 259 yards, passing three touchdowns a hundred and thirty rushing yards another touchdown he was just incredible he got banged up on one of the touchdowns he came back in rallied this was a hell of a game back and forth this was lSU their backs against the wall had to get the win and I don't know about you Shane but this felt to me like a one team had been battle tested yeah lSU they've been in these wars and I think this is something you you talked about where That made you a little nervous. Yeah, not saying Mizzou is not to their quality. I mean, this was almost like two evenly matched teams, but it was one that had been in these wars and had lost. It's not like they're undefeated; they they lost some of these games. Oh yeah, but you learn from those lessons. Whereas Missouri, you know, you really didn't have to come from behind in a fourth quarter, and not. I saw some people saying, "Oh, they got exposed. They suck. Yeah, get the hell out of here with that." They just Jane Daniels. I know they're not; they don't have a great record. Yeah. But if he's not a top five Heisman player, then you don't know what the hell you're talking right. about because he is incredible. And uh, hey, credit LSU; they they made the plays. And and that's another thing, Shay. This defense is so awful for LSU. Credit them; they made a couple plays, a couple turnovers. Yeah. And it almost, in a weird way, Shay, They're so bad that when they gotta stop it, it almost like gives you energy. Yeah. And you're like, my god. We, maybe we can win this game because yeah. we got one stop. Yeah. But they ended up getting two crucial ones there. Uh, I, I know this one hurt you, Shane, but uh, thoughts on the game.
1: It did. It did. And, and I feel bad for, for Mizzou because there was no way they were coming out of this game without LSU getting the blame or the credit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if LSU would have lost this game, it wouldn't have been because Mizzou's here. They've arrived. They're a top 25 team. It would have been like, what the hell's going on down there? Fire Brian Kelly. They've, the wheels are falling off. You know, it, it. That's was going to be the narrative one way or the other. I, I love the fact that everyone got to see just how good Mizzou is because Mizzou, their offense, by God, is taking a new step forward. Now, again, I want to – tap the brakes a little bit. It is LSU secondary. And yes, they had a couple of pivotal turnovers there, but still they, they had a lot of (laughs) gashing wounds over there. So, um, it, it was a, it was a dog match and I told you brother, I was afraid that this thing's, if it got to a shootout, it was going to favor LSU, like you said, uh, because they've done it before and Mizzou it's it's almost like their defense ran out of gas mm. you know it reminded me a lot of the tennessee game last year it, a lot of people forget that one and they see the scoreboard and they're like oh they beat the hell out of you know but If you watch the game, they kept it close. That defense did everything they could to keep that game close, but they just ran out of gas. And that's when Jaden made his moves. And brother, I'm telling you what, those legs are dangerous. (laughs) That kid, that kid, if you, you, he's an extra player, he's an extra running back and they got 10 blockers. So uh, anybody would have a tough time containing him, but this was a a hell of a game. Um, And I'm not losing my confidence in Mizzou. Now now this is a tough pill to swallow. They're gonna have to to regroup and regroup quick because it doesn't get any easier moving forward, but they do have an opportunity to still have an impressive season.
0: Yeah, and to the point we were we were saying, Shane, Mizzou was up at halftime, twenty five seventeen. Yeah. And, and at that point, LSU's defense had allowed seven of the last 20 possessions they went up against, yeah, they allowed 17 scores. I mean, uh, that's awful, yeah. right? Uh, Now, that, that doesn't count possessions where, like, you, you take a knee and it's end of half, you know what I mean? But but in the second half, they rallied. They outscored uh, Mizzou 32-14, and really, it came down to turnovers. Yeah. Two turnovers for Mizzou, zero for LSU. That's how you win a game like this. Absolutely. On the road. And also, credit, a lot of this was Jane Daniels, which, to your point, but LSU, 274 rushing yards. Yeah. Entering this game, Mizzou had the number one rushing defense in the SEC. Right. So that that's a, another hell of a job. Logan Diggs, 134 rushing yards and a yeah. touchdown. I mean, credit to, to that guy. They're getting the running game going for that balanced attack. Uh, it, let me ask you this, though. Of course, I'm all in on Bama now. Yeah. Bama's my team, <laughs> right? But put, moving that aside, yeah. let's get your, your thoughts on it. LSU – I get it. They're left for dead. They got yeah. two losses. There's never been a two-loss college football playoff, blah, blah, blah. They have to go to Bama. They still got A&M. Yeah. They lost to Ole Miss. Does this give you hope that LSU can make a run? I'm not not asking you to pick them to win the West, but do you have faith in them after this performance that they could potentially run the table and win the West uh, what, what's your thoughts on that?
1: Uh, and I'm just talking regular season, Brother, not, not I'm, postseason. I'm telling you right now, if you think the West has settled, yeah. I have got oceanfront property in Arizona. <laughs> 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 it is not. I want chaos, and that's what we're getting. That's why we're getting games like this. You know, LSU – this was a massive win for them, a huge rebound, and you could tell they were a little hung over here. Yeah. Slow start, exactly what we thought would happen, but now they're dialed back in, them kids are, they're on cloud nine, and they still con- could control their own destiny. As I know it's crazy, but they went out. Guess who's going to an SEC championship? So I think right. if you're an LSU fan, you're tickled pink right now, and you like your odds. To think that Alabama, as good as they played with Texas A&M there, that they're going to win every single game i'm not convinced of that what have you seen uh, i did they take a step forward this week absolutely i think that there's three teams right i think that's where we're at now maybe shit i mean old miss floating around there too you know so yeah. but it, it, that's the chaos that we're talking about the west is going to be an absolute dog fight until
0: the very end and um they proved it this saturday yeah we got a, a great comment here shane they said that As you're talking about Mizzou, the only thing you're missing on your clown pants is is a teardrop. (laughs) (laughs) It did
1: hurt a little bit. I mean, because, you know, I don't know about you, Mike, but I always go to, like, the best part of the game. You know, when you're up 15. Yep. You got the ball. You're getting it second half. I thought they were going to whoop their ass at that point. I I just, I I thought, this is where we're going to really lean in. Maybe to that running game, just start milking some of that clock a little bit, you yep. know, get another yep. score. But, you know, it's college football, you know. <laughs> I mean, think about making that trip. The the Mizzou fans were there. They were loud. It was it was just it was an awesome environment. But as a tiger or an LSU tiger, you know, you probably were hungover, limping into this thing. Thought you're going to win, but, you know, didn't think it was going to come down to the very last. And and you're walking away with some of the best damn memories of your entire life. So right. that's that's why we like these games, brother.
0: Yeah, well, we got more games to break down, Shane. But before we get to that, don't forget, show's brought to you by MyBookie. Head on over. Please go over to MyBookie.ag. We're in clown makeup for you folks Give us uh, a, a, an opportunity to keep giving you this content by heading over to mybookie.ag today. Put in that promo code. That sec they're willing to match your initial deposit fifty percent, whatever you put in, up to a thousand bucks. You can have fifteen hundred bucks. We are so awful at picking these games. I mean, with, this money is out there to for, to be taken. Shane Wood for ten on his locks. My bookie locks of the week. I mean, you, you cannot get better odds than that. Yeah. One for ten. Come on, exactly. man. So head on over to mybookie.ag today. provo Code. That SEC. This is the number one way you can help these two clowns stay independent. Yeah. And, and don't let the paint fool you. This is a legit. They're not clowns. We're, <laughs> we're the clowns, not them. You know what? I keep waiting for a phone call from uh who is it? Uh, Robert. No, it wasn't
1: Robert De Niro. It was remember when Matthew <laughs> McConaughey had, had got that job out in Vegas, you know?
0: I keep waiting for that call, you know. Mr. Yeah. Wynn or something, be like, hey man. <laughs> <laughs> and we're also brought to you by Rogue Shop. Head on over to rogueshop.com, Shane. for CBD, THC, Delta 8, Delta 9. That stuff gave me the inspiration for this clown <laughs> outfit. So, this is legitimate stuff, small business, veteran owned. This is 100% legal. Even with the promo code SEC, get 10% off your entire order over at RogeShop.com. And if uh, you spend over 100 bucks on your order, free shipping over at rogueshop.com. Most importantly, don't forget that promo code at the checkout. SEC for 10% off your entire order over at rogueshop.com. Thank you so much. Uh, Keep the show independent. Take advantage of these sponsorship opportunities. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real Brewed tea and picks a flavorful punch, 5% alcohol, and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering on your favorite SEC team. Twisted tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love of college football. Keep it Twisted. Podcast is also brought to you by GameTime. Head on over to GameTime.co and use promo code sec for $20 off your first purchase. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. GameTime is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. GameTime is the place for the last-minute ticket sales. Forget planning months in advance Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Head on over to gametime.co. Snag tickets without the stress. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code SEC for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem that SEC for 20 bucks off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. All right, Shane. Hey, one clown we haven't got to, the Arkansas Razorbacks. Yeah. Oh, God, this was a tough one, Shane. This one hurt me. Yeah, Ole Miss defends the home field 27-20 to in a game that was there for the taking for the Arkansas Razorbacks, Shane. But this rushing attack finally getting going here for the Rebels. And I don't know what in the hell is going on, Shane, but we cannot block anybody yeah. for Arkansas. Oh. We're switching offensive linemen. We're abandoning that at halftime. This seems like they have no answers. Uh, and again, I mean, in conference play, Shane, when one team rushes for 212 yards right. and one team rushes for 69, there's no chance in hell, unless there's like eight turnovers in the game, <laughs> that you're going to win. And And that's simply what this came down to. Because Arkansas... And, and hell, Arkansas, they gave up 212 rushing yards, but I thought their defense played as well as they possibly yeah. could on the road at Ole Miss. And I just – it sickens me, Shane, that we're sitting here. What do we say all offseason? If this is just a capable defense, yeah, we're going to have a one hell of a team. And this is more than capable of a defense. But the problem now is we have a pathetic offense. Yeah. And people are jumping on K.J., And I, I mean, I don't get it. I guess some people just don't watch the games, but literally every time he's going back to pass, he's, he's having to duck, dodge, dive, dodge two, three guys. Uh, yeah, he's throwing some bad balls, but I think, I think that's going to happen, Shane, when, you know, you got three seconds to throw the ball. Otherwise you're going to get killed. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, credit Ole Miss again, big win. They're keeping that momentum going, but, uh, I, I'm kind of left scratching my head here at the Arkansas Razorbacks. How about you? Do you ever, like, you ever
1: kind of fall asleep like you're in stage one and then all of a sudden you feel like you're falling off a cliff? All you the know, time. I would imagine that's what KJ goes through every night. Just yeah. PTSD from the game before because I thought about doing a ranking system for this week's sorus quarterbacks. KJ would be on top of it <laughs> because, again, he fought, he fights. He's a fighter, he fights his entire life. Now, sometimes. I, to be fair, because I am critical sometimes, right? He holds on to it too long. Obviously, yeah. I mean that's that's part of the problem with KJ. You know, you can easily look at a stat line, but he does hold on it a little bit longer. But there are plenty of times, plenty of film out there where you see immediately as soon as he receives a snap, he's fighting for his life. So obviously, that's a line issue, that's blocking issue, that's Sam Pittman's baby, you know, and we're right. still. We're still doing this thing that's that's what's driving i think a lot of fans nuts kJ's deleted Twitter like his coach you know so uh you, you just kind of hate it because the kid is getting attacked I think kJ's a great quarterback and i'm not I'm, I'll die on that hill mike I, I still do think that he's going to have an opportunity to play in NFL, and and i and i am I'm telling you right now because we've we got a lot of people. Uh what was that Cold Takes or whatever they yeah. they they got us because they said that uh they pulled the clip where we said if you take KJ and you put him on Georgia's team or if you put him on Alabama's team he's a he's a a Heisman candidate. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. That you can you know one thing that about Georgia that we didn't mention was how well that pocket was protected. You know, there was times Beck just sat back there and went through his progression. Could you imagine giving KJ Jefferson that opportunity? Right. You're telling me he can't find a receiver on the field? He will. So to sit there and just say that that was a a stupid take or a hot take, you know, clearly you don't understand what we're trying to say.
0: You switch, just switch the offensive line. Let's do it like this, Shane, because you're you're 100% right. I'm just going to go down the list here. Yeah. Would Alabama take K.J. over Milrow? Yes. Absolutely. Would they be undefeated? Yes. Yeah. Would Auburn take over Peyton Thorne? Yes. Yes. Would Florida take him over Graham Mertz? I think yes. Georgia, I mean, Carson's coming on, so maybe that's the issue. But I think they would, season one, when you said it, would they have taken him over Carson Beck? Yes. Would Kentucky, I don't even have to ask you, yes. Yeah. LSU, I'd say no. Mizzou? No. All right, now. They would have probably when you said it. Yeah. But Brady Cook's cooking. Ole Miss? That's kind of a toss-up. i say no. Mississippi State? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> South Carolina? No. No. Tennessee? Yes. yes. Vanderbilt? Yes. Yeah. So basically three to four teams uh, would not upgrade if they took KJ. So, yeah, you're, you're 100% right. But. Ooh, that's not going to make these Arkansas fans feel any better. The, no, well, you know least, what I mean? At least the schedule gets easier. Yeah, and that's where I wanted to go next, Shane. Let's look Alabama. at the schedule. <laughs> <laughs> All right, after Alabama. I'm just clowning. I'm just clowning. <laughs> well, look after that. Mississippi yeah. State at home. Yeah. Florida on the road. That could be tough. Auburn at home. FIU at home. And Mizzou at home. So before you jump off the bandwagon, I mean, there's, there's a lot of wins right there. Yeah. So that's just something to consider for all these people that are freaking out. But really, Shane, I mean, where where did you pick Arkansas in the preseason? I'm trying to remember because I had them fifth. It was down there. And uh, yeah. I mean, that's essentially what they are right now. Right. They're fifth. So it's it's weird that we're freaking out. And I get it because we're not producing. Dan Eno sucks. Kendall Brown sucked before. I mean, everybody sucks. Yeah. Apparently. You know what I mean? Like we're out on all these coaches. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Well,
1: Dan Enos redeemed himself with with the the QB sneak there, <laughs> but then the like the next three play calls, I was like, what the hell are we watching? You know, it, right, I get right. I get the Enos argument, and he hasn't quite emailed me yet, even though it's at thatsecpodcast <laughs> But I would I I, I'm, I get that argument. The problem that Arkansas runs into, Mike, is they are good enough to hang with anybody, but not good enough to beat them. You know, right. and, and that's, what's disheartening is when you got three point games, four point games, it's like, man, we're right there. You have the lead at the end of the game and still can't close it out, you know? And this is two years in a row that we've been saying this.
0: Yeah. Well, one thing that is, uh, uh, an issue, Shane is back is the penalties. No oh, penalties yeah, killed yeah. us. Uh, last week there was no penalties. It was a clean game. So I don't know what happened there, but. You're taking a step back in that direction as well. Now you're facing a an Alabama team that's getting hot. So this could get worse before it gets better. Yeah. But again, I don't know. I I think it'd be unwise to uh, pull the plug at this point in time. But we do got Shane some great voicemails here. <laughs> Let's go with the Old Miss one first, because I don't think we talked enough Old Miss here. Hey y'all! I love this show. This is cousin Jake from Mississippi. I'll tell y'all what: Kentucky let us down, Missouri let us down, uh, Texas A&M let us down. You know they didn't let us down, them Rebels. Everybody's been down them Rebels. They show up every time. They fight hard and they win. Y'all just wait until a Texas A&M and Georgia game. Them Rebels are gonna show up again. Hi, Ty. Hell yeah, love the show. Thank y'all. Yeah, that, and that's one thing, Shade. So uh, we didn't talk much Ole Miss there in that whole spiel there, but their defense again. Maybe that's someone. Let, let's let's remove Arkansas from the equation because I, I think we talked enough about them. But credit Ole Miss defense for making the plays. Yeah, big time plays. Jackson Dart. You know, not his best performance, but did enough to win. And, uh, you know, we all talk up Jukins for good reasons. He had 65 rushing yards and a touchdown, but who really looked like the better back in this matchup was Bentley. Yeah. 94 rushing and a touchdown. So you got that one-two combo. Uh, you know, credit, Ole Miss, they're getting right at, at the correct time. Well, I think I think the correct time is important because
1: if you look at their schedule, yep, you know, they – we just talked about LSU controlling their own destiny. There's a scenario here, Mike, mm-hmm. that Ole Miss. Now that you can, there's Georgia, I mean, we got we can't act like Georgia's not on there, right? But if you beat Georgia and you beat everybody else that's that's left on your schedule, you may not go to an SEC championship, but by God, you're going to a college football playoff,
0: right? You know, so, here, so here's the schedule for Ole Miss at Auburn. You you should be. We'll, yeah. we'll get to the points spread in a minute. Vanderbilt at home. A&M at home, yeah, which Lane Kiffin's has never lost to AM at Georgia, Louisiana Monroe at home, and at Mississippi State. So there's some some road games mixed in there, but the only one, Shane, right now, that I would pick over Old Miss is Georgia. Yeah. On that whole slate. So you would ten and two. I mean and I like, sign, sign me up for that. And and I'm telling
1: you, you they're different. The LSUs, the Ole Miss they're built to put a lot of points on the board. They're not going to stop a lot, you know. They're going to do just like in this game enough to keep them in the games, but you know, I think that favors them in a Georgia matchup, which is way down the road. You know, a lot of things can happen. We still got a lot of tough teams to get to, but
0: I think you're I think you're feeling pretty good about yourself if you're an old Miss fan here. Right. And uh, one. I know we said done with Arkansas, but we did get one one more call here. Yeah, Shade, probably uh, the best one, in my opinion. <laughs> this
1: wasn't me calling, by the way. Dan Enos has all these emails for everybody else. Well, he needs an email indeed dot com, maybe monster dot com, or LinkedIn, because he is unemployed. See ya.
0: <laughs> the email master yeah hey, let me ask you real quick yes sir hot seat
1: coordinators uh-huh just just give me three don't have to be in any order but who, who's the
0: coordinators right now on a hot seat uh can we count billy napier not as a head coach but as a he needs to give up play calling yeah okay i can get behind that that's yeah. that's got to be my number probably Number two, number one. Yeah, number one. I think is Matt House, LSU defensive. Yeah. court. God, that's Ugh. that's that's well, they're not already bringing working. in other
1: guys. How? They were, <laughs> what was it? How they were, I saw one. It was like they brought this guy out of retirement for this. This is now this is when they were down fifteen points. But
0: right, and then uh, you know another one. I mean, I know you want to throw Enos in there. He he's got to be up there. But uh, another one, Shane that uh, is is getting a little overlooked I think is Philip Montgomery, the Auburn offensive coordinator. Because yeah. hell, I mean it it took what three weeks before Hugh Freeze said, hey thanks got we got we got change some things. Right. Gotta, I I don't understand. I don't like what's going on. I'm gonna start tinkering with it. And as soon as he tinkered with it, they had an offensive explosion against Georgia. So I think you throw Philip Montgomery into that mix as well. Maybe Barbe Kevin Barbe uh a little too early. I, I think uh I think Arnett will stick with him. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll see. (laughs) I
1: I don't know. It just seems like at that moment, you're going to want to try to make some changes to say, okay, this didn't work, you know, new coach, stuff like that. I mean, he's already kind of on the hot seat himself. So.
0: Right. All right. uh, Shane, how about speaking of uh, hot seat? (laughs) Just kidding. Billy Napier stays off the hot seat. Shane 38, 14 over Vanderbilt. And how about this, Shane? Because, you know, sometimes we get critical, but yeah. I think we just call it like we see it. Yeah. That's all I try to do, and I know that's what you do. But we gave Billy a lot of hell. Yeah. He said, This is a must win. This is a trap game. 38 14. That that was not a trap game performance. Mm-hmm. He had his team locked in. They were down some offensive linemen. They were down ETN. I think their best running back. And they gave up a couple big plays to Vanderbilt. But again, this was one where I thought they'd be sleepwalking. Yeah. They more or less dominated. Yeah. So I give Billy Napier coach of the week. And again, I I get it. Some fans are like, they beat Vanderbilt. Good, mm-hmm. good God. But uh, this was one, I think, uh, nice bounce back after getting humiliated by Kentucky. This is one where I think if you're, I, you know, we could throw out some awful like Chad Morris coaches. I mean, they would have lost this game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Coach O, I feel like, I love Coach O, but this is a game he would have lost. You know, so bad coaches let two games beat you. It didn't happen here, so I, I'm giving Billy Napier coach of the week thoughts on that. Terrible, terrible. <laughs> like, are we? Did we watch the same game? The only thing I,
1: I'm watching the Florida game, and I'm like, there's no up tempo. There's there there's no downfield threat. It's I mean that's not yeah, Billy's game. I get it. I get it. He but wants to win by three. That works with Vanderbilt, but it doesn't work yeah. with Kentucky it doesn't work with uh, you know the next few teams that are going to be on your schedule it's like you had an opportunity to kind of perfect What's not been working, and we just stuck with the same old recipe here. So no, I am, I am. Billy's at the bottom of my list, not completely at the bottom. <laughs> I would give it to Nick Saban, or hell, his wife, Miss Terry. You know what I'm saying? She's down there giving hugs at the sideline and stuff. She's, I think she's more involved in this. She doesn't want Nick to come home. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's like, uh, that's that's my coach of the week right there. But uh, no, I I understand where you're coming from. Obviously, w- we both. Thought this was going to be a ugly sluggish game, yeah, um, and and it was, buddy. I mean, it was like seven nothing at half, or seven seven at half, or first quarter. So it was like a real slow start to begin with. And and kudos to to Vanderbilt, you know, for for finding opportunities to put points on boards. That's something that we, you know, it's like the old Vandy. You know what I'm saying? Like this is this is a team that still finds opportunities to get points and and make it an interesting ball game and uh, my hat's off to Florida. If you're going to look at it, this is the the least amount of points Vanderbilt scored all season long. You right. know? So, I mean, there is something to be said about that, um, but it
0: was just not a fun game. It was. Well, I get it, Shane. I'm not voting for most fun game, but I, I'm looking at it like we're selling tickets, man. I, I literally thought this guy could get fired today. Yeah, I know. I you know, know what so. I mean? And instead you win by 24 points in yeah. a game you should win by 24 points. So, all of a sudden Shane, they pick up a little momentum. They got a big game next week at South Carolina. I feel it a lot better if I'm a Gator fan yeah. that we can go into South Carolina. They're they're more or less like a one-dimensional they they are a one-dimensional right. team. Uh that no guarantees that you're going to win. They're they're awful on the road. Yeah. But I I feel a little bit more confident now that we can win this whereas I was not confident that Billy Napier was going to be your coach come Sunday. So I, I guess that's where I'm coming from. I get that.
1: And and at the end of the day, it's what it does boil down to is wins and losses. But, you know, if you grew up watching Steve Spurrier and Urban Meyer, and then now you got this. Yeah. 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 I, of course, we're walking away victors. But it's like, <laughs> you know, I'm not <laughs> buying shirts for this shit. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like until we win championships until we start winning the big games going on the road yeah. that's a big one you know going into that that Florida Georgia matchup Georgia Florida whoever you ask you know and actually feeling like hey deep down inside we've got an opportunity to win this thing or, do you feel that way right now as a Gator fan you know, so I I don't know. I, I think, I think, I think the audience is split here. Yeah, I, because I've got a lot of a lot of Gator fans, a lot of Gator followers, and and I read their shit. I see what they're saying. You know, and there's half of them are like, "Hey, we got us a win. We're back." Like you said, this was a tougher matchup than you expected because of the scenarios, but. Then you
0: got the other half saying, Man, I missed the good old days. Right. But I, I bet you those critical fans will be right back on the bandwagon if they win, Big win. at South Carolina, which, again, no guarantee. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that, but. Because South Carolina's expecting to win. Right. You know, so that's going to be a hell of a matchup. All right. Final game. You don't have to spend a ton of time on this one. Which I Mississippi State 41, Western Michigan 28. Will Rogers got hurt at the end. That was, yeah. That's maybe the most n- noteworthy thing here but uh defense optional god i mean they made this wolf quarterback i never even heard of him 20 27 to 35 262 yards three touchdowns uh he just transferred to auburn (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i mean western michigan basically went blow for blow mississippi state this is uh, uh i mean a win's a win i guess they needed it desperately this would have been a fireable offense losing to this game. Maybe I should have made Zach Garnett coach so yeah. no But uh I don't know. I this this win did not inspire much confidence. in the defense, which I thought this this is an opportunity to them to take a big step. Yeah. I think they took a step backward on this one. Defense did for sure. But I will say the
1: offense, I like that they tried stuff. You know, Mike did come in at the end of the game, but he also came in earlier and got a drive and ooh, you know, wasn't pretty but at least they're trying, you know, at least they're trying to get some sort of spark on that side of the ball, and, uh, you know, I hope Will's okay, but this 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 game was obviously a little too close for comfort. Yeah. Um, you know, when your starters are going, playing the entire game against Western Michigan, you know, it's just like, you know, but it is what it is. That's where we're at for Mississippi State, and, um, and you know, Mike may get, the rains next week. And, and I will say this, if you remember Vanderbilt last, last year, there was some games where Mike was dialed in. Right. And he was an absolute beast because similar to, to Jaden, it's like you, you have to count for his legs. And, and, but the problem is his accuracy. And you get that by reps on the field. So maybe a complete game is exactly what he needs. and And, and maybe the spark that
0: Mississippi state needs. Yep. All right, say so hey, let's take a look ahead to next week. We got some great games here, and I've got the opening points spread. Okay. So I want to I see what you think about these. Uh, let's let's get right in here. Uh, we're going to start every, – every game's a conference game. Yeah. So that's exciting. Georgia at Vanderbilt. Po- what's the uh, point spread for that, you think? 38, Georgia. Oh, close. 29, okay. Georgia. How about Arkansas at Alabama? Alabama – Sixteen. Ooh. Nineteen. Okay. All right. Auburn at LSU. LSU. Sixteen. Eleven. Ooh. Ooh. Now, these final three, they're close, Shane, or cl- closer than those. Florida at South Carolina. Mm, South Carolina, three. Close. Two and a half. Okay. Well, that's going to be a good one. Mizzou at Kentucky. Mizzou at Kentucky.
1: Give me Mizzou oh, at Kentucky. Give me Kentucky one.
0: Two and a half, Kentucky. Okay. That's going to be a hell of a one. Let's... And then <laughs> Texas a and Oh, there's the lock. At... <laughs> no, i just kidding. I'm not...
1: <laughs> Calm down, Aggies. <laughs> at
0: Tennessee. Uh, say Tennessee three. You nailed it. Okay, It's exactly yeah. what it is. Tennessee by three. And, uh, yeah. SEC nation's going to be down there. Yeah. Fine bombs going to be down there. SEC. Mike's gonna I'm be- going to apparently be down. I don't know if they're yeah. going to have me back. Yeah. I'll be honest with you after this <laughs> appearance here, but, uh, yeah, they may, they may have a clown suit for me. They told me already. So, uh, be tune in on Friday for that. But, uh, I don't know. Shake. Cl- uh, let's, let's talk final thing here. Um, on the week, you know, we talked about this week. Potentially, we had the best in the East. Yeah, the best in the West, at least by records. Right, maybe not ex- exactly the best. The, the 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 number three in the West, number three in the East, going head to head. The West won the three matchup. Bama beat a And M, of course. Yeah, and uh, Georgia just walloped the hell out of Kentucky. What did we learn about the SEC this week, Shane? Is it because uh, a lot of people they're they're saying Georgia's they just locked up the East, yeah. which I'm not ready to go that far. But sh- certainly, if they play like they did, yeah, no one's touching them. But a lot of people, Shane, are sitting here saying, well, Al- it's just a foregone conclusion. Alabama's winning the West yeah. now, which th- they're, that's my pick. I love Alabama <laughs> now. But are you ready to say right now, October 8th, as we're recording here, is it Alabama and Georgia and nobody else? No. I, I say it's Georgia, but... Alabama
1: LSU maybe maybe Ole Miss in yeah. the Knicks. that's um I, I think that's where we're at right now maybe i i would say now you know what LSU bama that that's going to be such a huge game and I, I believe that's where we're at right now so you 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 written off A&M I kind of am um the hell with you, Boo. Nah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. what? I mean, if there's there's no halftime adjustments, there's no <laughs> right. weekly adjustments, there's just no adjustments at all. The end of the season, we'll hire a new off a coordinator and say, yep. "Hey, we're fixing it," but it's the same old, same old. So until Texas A and M does it, I mean, look who they have beaten, and, and you know what? Why am I, Why are you going to crown them now? I did, right? And obviously, I got suckered into it again. That's what they yep. do. And them just get you right in there, and then they kick you in the nuts, you know. So I'm I'm just not ready to to get back on that wagon. But can it? Absolutely. But it's going to take a big game this week. Tennessee Volunteers going to Knoxville, uh, hostile environment. You're a little hungover with another loss. You know that's and there's a little bit of a blueprint out here. You know for pressure. You think you seen pressure last week? Let's talk about
0: them balls real quick, Shank, They were off, uh, yeah. Obviously this week, A and M at home. Mm-hmm. That that'll be a big test. But will that tell you what you need to about the balls, or will it be the, the following two weeks at Bama, at Kentucky?
1: No, this week. This is yeah. when you find out who the balls are. Okay, um, and, and and I think that's the real question is we're trying to find out who's the second in the East, right? Is it Kentucky? Is it Tennessee? Is it Mizzou? It's one of those three, and um, I guess you could kind of keep Florida close, South Carolina. I mean, they're still fringe; they
0: still s- could pop off and win some games. But. What if what if Tennessee wins? Let's just say over a and m hypothetical. Yeah, and then we got this Missouri at Kentucky matchup. What if your Missouri Tigers went on the road at Kentucky? They host Tennessee later. Yeah. Would you be penciling in Missouri as at number two if they can win at Kentucky? What's your thoughts on that? Uh say that one more time. So Tennessee wins. Yeah. So they'd get that they'd get that leg up on uh, well, AM's in the West, obviously. Right. But we may be out on AM. Mm-hmm. But if Missouri can go on the road. And beat Kentucky, which has not been beaten at home. Yeah, very tough place. It's a night game. If Missouri wins on the road, would you? Be, I I guess what I'm really asking you is, you, would you be more impressed with Missouri at that point, or would you be more impressed with Tennessee beating A and M at home? Hey, uh, I guess you could go either way. That's a
1: really good question. Um, i I just think Mizzou right now is just a more complete team. Yeah. And, the, again, they ran out of gas against LSU, but a lot of teams are going to run out of gas. Mm-hmm. Um, but on that offense, man, they've got it figured out. They have got a damn – they've got a unit over there. Tennessee's had too many ups and downs right now. So right. I think just – and you're expecting a damn. I mean, look at me, I'm, I'm always, uh, I should have done the thing down. So I'm not smiling, you know, I do that, <laughs> but I, I, you know, I'm still waiting for, for again, that, that moment you're like, damn, you know, maybe next year's our year, you know, and, and that could happen this week, this weekend. So, um, I guess the answer to your question is simple. It's, it's both of them. I I'm, I'm in both yeah. camps here. It's it both are pivotal.
0: Well, I'll tell you whose year it's not, Shane, and that's mine, <laughs> as you can tell. So, hey, the dynasty continues for them, Alabama Crimson Tide, another win. Shout out all the Bama fans giving me hell, which I deserve for all the shit I've been talking. But uh, this been, I, I feel like this has been a successful clown show, hasn't it?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I. I... <laughs> I'm glad it's over, so I take all this shit <laughs> off. I usually do that, like after a 13 mile walk, after a mayonnaise bath. Now it's this clown shit. I gotta get off my face, you know.
0: So uh, right, well, let's do a quick ranking. Yeah, what, what have we done? We done the mail, You've obviously yeah. done the walk. We done the clown. I've yeah. done the stupid shave the tea. Um, this one. This one. Is much worse than the T for me, but yeah. how about for you? Because yours have been a little bit more extreme, Brother, L- Which th- one's the worst? There's nothing going to come near to 13 miles
1: for me, <laughs> me personally. Now, there may be a lot of healthy bastards out there watching us and be like, I do that every day at Amazon or whatever, you know? Sure. Yeah. That's not me. Okay. I, since that walk, I've not done 13 miles collectively. So that one is my number one okay. by a mile, 13 miles. And then number two, would be mayonnaise, because that was terrible. That smelled... This is number three. These are close, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And then the tea, because obviously (laughs) it didn't affect me at all, so... (laughs) All right, brother. Well, uh, you,
0: anything else before we hop off the line here? No,
1: I'm looking forward to these games Saturday, separation
0: Saturday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, some some awesome football coming up this weekend. Thanks for everybody that sent in voicemails. Yep. Uh, be sure to do that next time. If you guys don't mind, say your name. You know, I'm cousin Shane from Tennessee or I'm cousin Mike from Tennessee, you know, something along those lines. Uh, So we know who you are and we can we can reference you uh, in future shows. But I I appreciate everybody hanging out on YouTube. Uh, You know, there's a lot of people out there that couldn't wait to and they're still all week. Alabama, they're coming. They don't even know this show. They found out, and they can't wait to pile on. (laughs) Because that's what them Bamas do, the bandwagon fans. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Speaking of bandwagons, go (laughs) dogs.
0: Well, buddy, I appreciate you. I appreciate all the cousins, especially those that showed up live on the YouTube version. Uh, great comp. I mean, they're funnier than we oh, are. Today, shit, trust me. I know. So uh, they we- figure out how to make their own sun, we're screwed, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we do appreciate each and every one of you. And if you've made it this far, as always, uh, give us that five star rent review on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, subscribe on YouTube, and we'll send you out a beer koozie free of charge. We sent out about a dozen, two dozen last week. I got about a dozen more to send out. That's all you got to do. Reach out to us at that SEC podcast at gmail.com with your your address that's the most important part name address and who you support we'll send you that beer koozie free of charge but thanks again everybody to a a great sec season we'll catch you on the next one all right see you guys go balls
1: (laughs) hey buddy this beer's for you mike and cousin shane That SEC podcast loves the Pirate, and
0: the Pirate loves that SEC podcast. Hail State.